Hey. <laughs> What's going on and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. Coming to you from none of your business, that's none where... None of your business. You don't have to I know am, this time. <laughs> I am your host. <laughs> I am your host, Matt, along with me, my co-host, Daniel. What's up, my brother? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Ooh. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk about yeah. uh, what we're talking about today because... Do you remember free samples? Mm. Do you? I remember free samples, like going out play. I would hate going. Uh, first of all, my mom and I don't even know if my mom listens. To be honest with you, but she should because I bet she would subscribe. She would subscribe and she would like stuff. So I'm gonna tell her, "Hey, you need to listen. You help me out." <laughs> but I hated going shopping with my mom growing up. Like there, uh, it was the worst because I knew that it was gonna be like I. A mom will put in a twelve to sixteen hour day shopping. She will, she will yeah. find time to make sure that at the end of her shopping experience that your feet will be hurting. I don't know how her feet didn't hurt at the end of the day, but for whatever reason, she was motivated. She would go out shopping. I hated going shopping with her unless mm-hmm. I knew that we were going somewhere that had free samples. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. If we were going to hit up Sam's Club, if we were going to hit up a Costco, if we we're going to hit up a place like that. Andy, you know what I'm talking? Do you remember? You remember free samples? Uh yeah yeah definitely um are free samples like still a thing? Has COVID uh, taken that away from I us? Think I hope I hope they're still a thing. I don't think they are, man. The Rona didn't take them. I think the Rona, t- yeah, I don't think it's happening anymore. We'll have to I mean, see. It, it I'm might, not saying it's not going to happen anymore, but it might I don't be a casualty of the Rona. The, no, Vivian is over here saying no. They're still a thing. I yeah. remember, man. Like I was that one too. I was that kid that would like try to walk up to the same place. Like, you know, they were giving out, you know what I'm talking, they do chimichangas, they were doing pieces of the chimichanga, and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to walk different by them and try to change my voice, and maybe, never mind the fact that I'm wearing the same stuff, but, you know, I, I want to try to get all the free, how many can I have? How many yeah. is a serving? Can I have a yeah. serving as a sample? Because that's what I would like. And free samples, and it's been said that the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Uh-huh. You know, it don't matter if it looks good, it matters if it tastes good, right? And today we're going to be talking about what kind of flavor your life is exemplifying. Yeah, we when we used to go to whenever you go to like a tutti frutti or something like that. Yes, they give you like this one little sample thing, and you go, and I already know what they taste like. I just want to get some, you know. And so I like I'll just go yeah. and like I'll fill that little tiny like cup up, like you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then all the way up. You make that tower. Yeah. And then I'll go to the next one, the next one, and then I'm like, <laughs> I'm not even. I don't even want any anymore. Yeah, you know what? I really I'm full. One. I didn't want any. That was my. That's my sampling experience. That's not sampling. That's stealing. <laughs> <laughs> He's out here stealing tutti frutti. <laughs> I mean, I'm you know. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But like the the whole kind of the whole premise behind this 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 CSG moment was that you know this idea just because you say you're a Christian, yeah. does not mean that you have the flavor of a follower of a Christ. Right. It's a lot of people that if you ask them, like, hey, are you a Christian? Uh, they'll respond, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. That don't mean you have the flavor of a follower of Christ. That does, not, that does not mean the same thing, okay? And check this psalm out, Psalm 34, 8. Uh, uh, the psalmist writes, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is a man who trusts and take, uh, takes refuge in him. So let me put this question out into, like, the podcast ethos, all right? Let me put this question out there. Just reflect just reflect. This is. I used to have to say this sometimes when I was preaching. You know, this is rhetorical, but if you're if you're if you're listening in your car, <laughs> that's fine. You can answer it out loud in your car. If you're listening at work, you don't have to answer this out loud. You know, but but let me ask you this: What flavor is your life projecting? Like seriously, 
what kind of example are you setting with your witness? You know, witness, that's a, that's a Christian term for life example, right? What, 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 what example, what life example are you kind of projecting out there uh, as it pertains to your walk? Not, not your talk, but your, but your walk. There was this old theologian, uh, G.K. Uh, Chesterton, and uh, I love this quote. He says, you know, just going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. And that's so true. And we have a lot of people that are standing in garages, but they ain't cars. We got a lot of people that might be going to churches and standing in churches or say that they go to church or say that they're a Christian, but they're not necessarily exemplifying the witness of uh, a Christian lifestyle. In other words, there's more to this life than just words. Yeah, that's so good, man. That's so good. What flavor is your life projecting? I think there's something to say um, about, you know, what are you um, trying to project on your own merit as well? And I know sure. we're, I know we're going to get to this um, in a little bit as well in, in regards to like the spirit of God living in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that it, it can go both ways. I think we can try to, you know, to be something we're not. Um, we, we try really hard to say, hey, this is what I look like. This is, right. you know what I'm saying? There's a difference and, between the try hard and the right, live right. Right, And it's not There's really. between the try hard and the live right. It's not really, um, you know, who God has called us to be. It's not even really of, of who we are. It's who we want people to think we are as well. And so it's, yeah, it's kind of like this try hard mode where it's just like, this is who I am. This is what I'm project myself to be. Whether it be something good or not, um, how are we projecting ourselves? Are we project, projecting ourselves based on, you know, our yeah. own efforts, or are we allowing God to do something in us to yeah. project who he's called us to be? Let God be God. And what you were talking about, yeah. what you were alluding to is the second, second Corinthians three, three, as a result of our ministry, mm-hmm. uh, Paul writes to the church at Corinth, you are living letters. Mm-hmm. You are living letters written by Christ, not with ink, but by the spirit of the living mm-hmm. God, not carved onto stone tablets, but on the tablets of tender hearts. Mm -hmm. He's saying your lives are an example of the ministry of Jesus Christ. That's what he's saying. God's spirit within you and at work within you, working in you, through you, to you, around you is the example. We're called to be a witness, to live a life out loud for Christ. So, so what God is bringing you through right now, there might be, you know, this is hard sometimes to kind of fathom because, you know, life gets hard. Life gets hard. This, this, this world, this world is broken. The, the, this, the system of the world itself even is broken. When did it break? When sin entered the world, the world system was effectively broken. And, uh, you know, it's tough when you're going through something to have this perspective of our life being a witness in this moment because sometimes I don't know about you but like I've been through some stuff where like I questioned what I was going through I wasn't thinking about man how my how my life was an example to Jesus in that moment or to God in that moment or to others watching me say that I believe in Jesus how I responded acted reacted I wasn't thinking about others in that moment I was thinking about me and why I had to go through this. And I was asking more God, like, why do I have to go through this? Why is this happening to me? A whole lot more than, man, I hope I'm responding 
how you want me to respond so that people can see a life lived in faith. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's scenes, there's times and there's seasons that we go through, but what God is, you might be out there right now going through it. Listen to me. What God is bringing you through right now is going to be the very testimony that helps somebody else get through it. Right now, what you're dealing with, it's going to be the very thing that helps somebody else get through it. So do not quit. Do not lose hope. I know that you're going through it, but that's the beautiful part about it is that you are actually going through it. Okay? You're not going to stay. You're not moving in. You're passing through. Yeah. Yeah. What you've been through, and I I love that you said we're called to be a witness because um, Christ has done something in you, you know, yes. um, you have a story to tell. You have a story of where he brought you from and where you are now. And, um, and so we are called, I love this, how Paul says you're living letters, you know, written by Christ and everything that, that he's done in your life, everything that he's done in your heart, the change, the miracle, whatever it is, there's a story there. and, And God has called us to be witnesses of what we've experienced yeah. to other people. Yes. And that's the story. That's, that's the letter that is written, you know, uh, by Christ in our lives who has, who has saved us and transformed us. Um, and when that happens, people, you know, gravitate, they're attracted to that because they realize, man, this person, he's just like me. Like he, he went through this or she went through this. Um, and if they made it, then I can make it, you know? Yes. Um, and, if they made it through Christ, through, through, through their faith, then why can't I? Absolutely know? right, man. And, and you know, we, I, I know that we like to think that we're, um, maybe we're the ones who are writing our own story. Uh, and, uh, but let me tell you if, you, if you have accepted Jesus into your heart, you are the paper, not the pen. God is writing, God is writing your story. And he's, he's, you know, a long time ago, he wrote, he wrote a love letter to humanity named Jesus. That was his love letter for all of humanity. Right now you are an example. God wants you to be an example to those that are around you to be, to be this, to be this person who points people to this love letter that he wrote to humanity. Because if, if he can do it through you, if he can do it in you, then man, maybe he can do it in me. And there's no testimony without going through a test and there's no healing without a wound. You, you know, we talk about miracles, signs and wonders and God, I want to experience a healing mandate. There's no healing without the, the, the necessity for needing to be healed. You know, there you're going to experience wounds. You're going to experience tests and you're going to experience things that maybe you don't want to experience. But this is where God comes into play. This is where he turns the tests into testimonies. He turns the wounds into, into scars and there's perspective that you can have there. I got lots of scars all over my body. And uh, a lot of that comes from just being, you know, an idiot and being scrappy and getting into fights when I shouldn't (laughs) have, when I was younger, I can look at certain scars. Uh, There's a scar that I have that in particular, that when I look at it, I'm reminded of just how amazing God is. And it's a, it's a scar that's kind of on my right. It's on my right half of my uh, abdomen. Uh, because when I was, when I was about 12, I didn't even know God ca- or care that God existed at this time, by the way, I didn't care. But when I was 12 years old, my appendix ruptured. Uh, and I, the doctor said I was about 30 minutes away from death wow. because the poison had gone all through my body. And so I had like an open wound for like eight days and they had to like change the, dressing out like every 
gosh, that was like every hour, hour and a half yeah. or so. Like they just had to keep on changing out the tray. It was, it was gross. It smelled, it hurt. It was terrible experience. But I look down now and I see a scar. I see a, a little more, I see less abs too than what <laughs> I, but I see a scar. And yeah. this is the thing. Some of you, you look at your scars and you get mad at God because you're looking at your scars and you're upset that something hurts you. This is a matter of perspective. You can look at a scar and you have two choices. You can look at a scar and you can go, that's where somebody hurt me. Or you can look at a scar and you can say, that's where God healed me. You knew said, well, God didn't heal me. My body healed itself. But guess what? God made your body that way. God made your body. Do you know why you bleed? Because it's blood that's rushing to the surface of something so that it can scab, so that it can coagulate, so that it can stop the bleeding, so that skin, new skin can grow, so that things can heal. And so it's, it's all up to your perspective on things. And I need to say this, we're living letters. We're not, we're not meant to be living uh, judge, uh, judges where we go around just judging everything that everybody's doing. Let God be the judge, you be the witness. Mm -hmm. We're called to be witnesses. So let God be the judge, you be the witness. Make your choice to taste and see God for yourself before you can go out exemplifying to everyone. Because otherwise you're just trying right. to, you're just pretending. You just pretended, I think you were alluding to that earlier. Like, what are you trying to do here? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we can get caught up in, in that too. I think we can get caught up in so pretending. Easily, right? Yeah. So easy. Um, to, to kind of, you know, make ourselves feel better about who we are. But God is like, no, like this is my spirit living in you. That's going to transform you. And just last night we we're reading uh, John chapter one, verse one. And I love yes. how John introduces Jesus as the word the beginning in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. And then he goes on to say, and everything that was made, nothing was made without him. And in That's him, right. there's life and the life of, and is the light to all men. And I think if we are, you know, if our story is being written by him and we are written letters by Christ, the light of Christ is going to shine in us yes. and through us um, where people will see, man, there's something different. What's going on. Allow him to, to be that, you know, story that we tell people in our lives, you know? Yeah, man. Salt and light. So good. Yeah. Salt, salt and light. light. Right. And, and, and I've had food that was too salty before. Mm. Right. So if you're, if you're out there and your flavor is salty, if it's too salty, <laughs> you're not, that's not it. That's not it. You're not doing it right. I'm telling you like, just cause just when you, when you put on salt, you're supposed to add just, it's supposed to add some flavor. Yeah. Let God be, let God be the salt. Let Jesus be the salt. Let the spirit of God move through you and be the salt, be the flavor of your life. Otherwise, mm -hmm. if you go trying to season this meal, that is your life, you're going to mess it up. Mm -hmm. You're going to cook it. You're going to cook it wrong. Okay. It, we need to focus on growing in our relationship with God, developing that which he has given us to steward and become everything that we're called to be. This is by his spirit. This is everything by what God can do in us, through us, around us. Mm -hmm. And then as we walk it out, we then become these good witnesses and, and listen when god sees you doing all that you can do this way mm -hmm. then he'll start opening up doors that nobody can shut mm -hmm. you know and i, I want to experience that i want to walk through the doors that nobody can shut that's what i'm talking about have you ever prayed that before god i want yeah. you to open some doors god i want you to close and i'm and i'm like yeah god can't leave a door ajar for me yeah. like he, <laughs> he can't leave a door look at that door it's ajar. maybe that means god <laughs> wants me to kick it open and go through it i'm like god you need to slam doors in my yeah. face <laughs> but i'm also the other on the other side like i'm like i need you to kick some doors down god i need i need some stuff to happen in order for that to happen we got to posture ourselves properly man yeah. and, and we got to ensure that we're doing what we can do to be witnesses to be witnesses not to ourselves 
but unto God and, and pointing people to Jesus in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love also this, this verse alludes to stone tablets, Yep. you know, yep. um, it alludes to ink and like the physical part of, of writing, um, writing stuff down. And I think of the old Testament, you know, of course we think of the tablets, we think of the 10 commandments. Yep. I think of Isaiah where he, where he prophesies and says, um, you know, there's going to be a day where tablets aren't going to matter because I'm going to put my word in their hearts. And that, that reminds me of that scripture. Um, he says, but on the tablets of tender hearts, you know, tablets that are hearts that would be willing to say, okay, Lord, here I am, you know, mold me, shape me the way you want to. And it's not about, it's not about a list of rules or regulations, but it's about, um, allowing the spirit of the living God to consume us and change us. Um, so that way we can be examples to, to the world around us. And and when God starts doing that Mm. in us, through us, around us, people are going to be drawn to this same God that, that we, that that's in us and they're going to want what you have. Then, then, then you're being a witness. That's you being a witness because they're going to want to be a witness too. Right. They're like, man, that, that looks good. If I, if I took a bite of something and I made a face <laughs> like, well, this is, you know, like for me, it would be like black licorice or something. Like if I bought in, if I bit into some black licorice, we will not slander black licorice on this podcast. <laughs> of course, and he likes black licorice. I will, I will slander that. I don't even know what it's called—the green sauce you get with the sushi. Wasabi. Wasabi. Oh, wasabi, bro. No, you like, like that? I like wasabi. No, I had it. I thought it was good, and I. I almost died, man. I was did like, you take what? A, did you take like a big bite of wasabi? No, I just got a little else? sample. Yeah, and it see, was and it was free. That's what you get for sample. I know that's what I get. That's what I get for for stealing samples. This is the thing. Like, <laughs> like if I were to bite into, I want you to think like seriously. Think about the nastiest thing that you that you've tasted in your life. The nastiest yeah. thing right now, and, and you're gonna make a, you're gonna make a face. It's not pleasant. You're not gonna be like, oh god, that was wonderful. No, no. And and it's the same thing in your life with 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 Christ. This life surrendered to God, man. If you're if you're living a lifestyle and it's like I tell, you know, I tell the worship team sometimes or I'll be telling people that are out here, man, do you, do you, you know, if you have the joy of the Lord in operation in your life, you should smile once in a while. Like you, why, why are you acting like you're going to the dentist? Like, why is it, why is it a problem? Why are you acting like you're eating a nasty, you know, a nasty bite of just the worst food on the planet? It says the, the psalmist writes, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. If he's good, smile. Like, yeah. like, 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 act like it's actually a good situation. I know that maybe everything that we experience on this planet isn't good, but that does not mean that God isn't good. That never changes. Nothing will ever change the fact that God is good and every good and perfect gift comes from the one who is good. And so that's what I'm talking about. When we talk about being a witness, we're talking about the fact that People that do not know who God is are going to not go to God because they don't know who he is. They're going to watch those that say that they know God. And guess what? We have done a terrible job as believers to letting people that don't believe in God know that it's actually a good experience. We've left a bad taste in people's mouths. And that is not the free sample that God has to offer for these people. Yeah. And, and it's because we're human and it's because, you know what I mean? Like we're, so we've, we, we have always effectively taken things that God creates 
that he looked at and he said it was good and we've taken and we've made it not good. (laughs) We always, you know, have a tendency to, it's, it's our, it's, it's our gift. Our gift is that we like messing stuff up, but we don't, even when we don't try. And I, I think that under the guise of trying to be good or trying to be holy, that at times believers or, or people in church or churches at large have said to the world that, you are do, you are wrong. We are right, and in in and, and uh, even though there may be truth in knowing, of course, that God is you know the correct one. That that they need Jesus. That people need Jesus in order to experience this full life. Oh, we want people to taste and see that the Lord is good. We if we want people to taste and see the Lord is good, we can't leave them with a bad taste in, in their mouth. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, that's a lot of the reason why I never went to church. Yeah, yeah. Um. This is kind of the last thing I'm going to I'm going to input here because I think this is for me this is super important here. Yeah, yeah. The Second Corinthians says as a result as a result of our ministry yeah. as as a result of what God has called us to do as a result of um him saving us as a result yeah. of our transformation yeah. and our service to other people. As a result, he says your living letters of course written by Christ. And he says, not with think, but by the spirit of the living God. Yep. Um, it's so important. We asked earlier, what flavor is your life projecting? Um, what are you projecting? When I think of the Holy spirit and I think of living, um, by the spirit and, and having the yep. mind of Christ, I think of the fruit of the spirit. Yep. Um, if there's anything that I want my life to project, it's not going to be because, um, I'm giving effort to project this life. Right. It's going to be a result and this is the result of our ministry. This is the result of living by the spirit in Galatians five twenty two. Yep. Um, but the fruit of the spirit is joy. Yep. It's peace. It's kindness, forbearance, goodness. It's faithfulness. Yeah. It's gentleness and yeah. self control against such things. There is no tablet. There is no right. law. There is nothing written. These are the things that my life projects as a result of my devotion to Christ and service to others. Yeah. Um, and I think, man, if there's any flavor that I want to project, this is my goal, you know? Yeah. And that only comes from pursuing him. That only comes from yes. living life through the spirit and, and, and turning away from the flesh as, as much as I can, you know, and, and putting the mind of Christ on. Amen. And so, and that is, those are all the characteristics of the fruit of God's spirit. Those right. are all of the flavors yeah. of God's spirit. And yeah. so if your life isn't exemplifying the flavors of God's spirit, then maybe maybe you need to taste and see. Yeah. Maybe you need to remember. And and, and what, what I want you to do, if you're out there, man, and you've not experienced God, hey, taste and see. Mm-hmm. You may have experienced people. People might have messed that up for you. Maybe they left a bad taste in your mouth. I promise you, though, if you would just, if you would give God a shot, taste and see that God is good promise you man you're not going to yeah. be disappointed with yeah. with with the flavors uh, that God has to offer to you through Christ Jesus man what a what a cool what a cool episode and do you have yeah. anything to add for us brother he says yeah. no <laughs> all right he says no it's time Wait, for recommendations go. all right recommendations i'm gonna go i'm gonna go first i'm gonna go first we can do these this is the part where we do recommendations so i'm gonna bring my recommendation first uh those that know me know i'm a big uh uh, peter uh, scazzaro guy i'm a big pete scazzaro guy i love pete scazzaro boom this is the recommendation for today it is the emotionally healthy church he right he's written so many different you know books on emotional health um emotionally healthy um 
disciple, emotionally healthy leader, uh, the emotionally healthy church. Uh, by Pete Scazzaro. This is a strategy for discipleship that, you know, that actually changes lives is what is yeah. what he is what he says. And and listen, uh, the first first and uh, foremost, I want to recommend, of course, this book, you go and read it. But remember that the emotional health, uh, the emotionally healthy church begins with you. So that's that's a that's where I want to recommend this time. I'm going to the vault, man. Go to the I'm vault. I'm going to the see. vault. <clears throat> Uh, pulling out something that actually the vault like or the vault, the vault. Okay. It could be either or though, either. I guess, you know, depending. it's charged up. Let's go charge up. I'm going to the vault. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to the vault. <laughs> I'm actually feeling very high voltage right now. Coffee. That cost that coffee. <laughs> coffee. Um, the five languages of love, man. Love languages by yeah. uh, Gary Chapman, man. It, it's a book that changed my life. Um, and really, really like added so much value to my marriage. Um, and so I, I recommend man, five love languages, a great book, even if you're not married, maybe you are in a relationship. Um, I would really, really encourage you to get, there's actually a lot of resources too in the book. Um, there's some like little like exams you could take. There's some like self exams you could take. There's some resources online that it points you to, um, some good stuff, man. If you want to, um, you know, dig into that and yeah. What is your love language? My love language is, um, you know what it is? It is touch, man. Physical touch. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm words of affirmation and touch. Yeah. 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 What's, what's yours? Quality time. Quality, quality time. time. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's go get everybody, lunch afterwards. Everybody needs some quality time. Everybody needs <laughs> I'm always down time. for lunch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, everybody out there in podcast land, that's all the time yep. that we have today for a chicken scratch gospel. Make sure that you follow us on social media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications so you know when we're dropping new stuff, all right? Go go comment. Go love like Jesus. We love you. Let's go. I'm going to the vault. Go to the vault.